1: We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office?
2: Yeah, Digitex does that.
1: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chen. It's
0: 135 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Royal Pizza, the best pizza in the city. Still making a great. Bob Stauffer with you. Our Royal Pizza with multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona, of 48 Plus years for Royal Pizza. Old school, big boy pizza. Everything's real at Royal. Brand new spot out in Spruce Grove. Second location in Sherwood Park. Staffer recommendation, the Mediterranean chicken. All right. Uh, we've had a lot of Western Hockey League talk over the last uh, couple of weeks here on Oilers now. But we're going to switch focus. We're going to hear from a former Edmonton Oilers player. He's the current president and GM of the Hamilton uh are they called the Bulldogs is that cuz they used to be the Finn Cups way back in the in the 70s and then they were like the Steelhawks Steve Stales joins us right now Steve how you doing
2: I'm doing great Bob how are you Good I, is it
0: the Bulldogs is that cuz that was the AHL team what's the name of the are they the Bulldogs now
2: C- Come on Bob I mean if I'm coming on you got to be prepared I know going.
0: they're the Bulldogs <laughs>
2: Fin Cups were the last ones to win a Memorial Cup in 1976. You're right. We've had a few other teams through here since.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Hey, look, I've kept a bit of an eye, maybe not as much uh, when Chris Knobloch was in Erie and Rocky Thompson was in Windsor just because I knew those two guys and they were coaching teams, but is it fair to say that your team – I don't mean to be disrespectful, but are they a little bit of a surprise to have advanced? To, I mean, you guys won like over 40 games this year in league play, but I think there were other teams out there maybe with bigger name, you know, kids that played on the world junior team, that sort of thing. Um, were you guys a bit of a surprise this year to win your conference?
2: Um, I think if you're going to ask in the off season, the answer would have been yes. Uh, you know, we had a, we had a very good regular season. We, we finished first in the Eastern conference. Um, uh, You know, I guess the surprising thing was on the build, and and I honestly, if you asked me honestly in September, uh, if we would be at this point, I probably wouldn't have known or probably would have said no, but uh, the the group that I had, and this is only year three, I think that's probably the surprise. the trade deadline was Robert Thomas from the London Knights who was the captain of their team and won a gold with our world junior team right. so um, I guess a roundabout answer I guess would have been would have been more surprised uh, to have this conversation with you come September at the beginning of the season Uh but we steadily got better and we added some good pieces.
0: Well Thomas is a St. Louis Blues first round draft choice he's a skilled guy more of kind of a a, a bit of a playmaker is that right?
2: Yeah you got that right he's his uh, you know, hockey smarts or hockey IQ is off the charts. He's, uh, uh, you know, a high-character kid too. We're looking to add more of that to our team, but he—he he he, he checked off all the boxes. But he's—he's he's definitely a playmaker. He's not a shoot-first type of guy. He'll look to make plays, but seems to have the fuck on his on his stick.
0: Game. We're joined by Hamilton Bulldogs President and General Manager Steve Stales of course spent years in Edmonton Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now the Oilers have a Strom uh, they have Ryan, he's a centerman uh, the Coyotes organization has Dylan and they finally actually gave him some playing time late in the year and he was pretty good uh, he's a centerman But you got a winger, and you got Matthew Stroman, and he kind of, I thought he was going to go higher than the fourth round, but he scored 34 and 37 goals in the last two years. He's a pretty exciting prospect for you, isn't
2: he? Yeah, no doubt about it. He's another kid with a great sense about him. Uh, You know, he slipped in the draft. He's he's the biggest of the Stroman brothers, and uh, he slipped in the draft. You know, the, the concern on Matthew is his skating, which is steadily improving, but because he's still a kid. He's six foot four. Uh, you know, I, I believe it's going to come probably sooner rather than later, but I think Philly got a steal with him in the fourth round, but he's, he's the, uh, he's incredible player in and around the net. I, high, high skill, high IQ, uh, but uh, we're, we're very excited about him. Uh, he's a 99 birth year. So we, also have him back for another
0: year. We're joined by Steve Stale. Steve, uh the team you're gonna face has basically been the best team in junior hockey all year long, but they got they got pushed to the max, didn't they, in their third round series. Uh yeah
2: they did. Kitchener took them two seven games and into an overtime situation. So um uh, we we're happy to see that. We were sitting at home kinda of happy, hopefully they're wearing themselves on a little bit, but there's no denying they've been the best team in the CHL rated I think the entire year so uh, we know we have our hands full There, uh, they're they're a different team than almost any team to be quite honest but different from us they're a highly skilled team they play a very strict puck possession game they don't give it up very easily uh, so it's gonna be you know it's gonna be up to us to be able to kind of slow down their speed and, and uh, play to that level but I, I got to tell you I feel very comfortable with my group that, that we have moving forward here uh, the good sign is we got better as each series went on and uh, you know we got through each of our first three rounds in five games so hopefully the element of rest kind of helps us here Bob in the final
0: We're joined by Steve Stales the present GM of the Hamilton Bulldogs they'll be playing Sault Ste. Marie we have got uh, players like uh, Taylor Radish uh, that had prior experience with the Erie Otters uh, last year, winning the uh, OHL championship. He's a heck of a player. Tampa Bay's got two tremendous uh, second-round picks uh, on that Sioux team Boris Kachuk's uh, the other one. How, how have you found sort of the the transition and and dealing with you know junior hockey and and the responsibility of going back to your to your hometown and 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 Building uh, the junior brand there, because for several years they were an American Hockey League affiliate.
2: Uh, yeah, it, it came with its challenges for sure. I think you know, first of all, with you know being a player for as long as I was, and then going into player development and being with the Toronto Maple Leafs for a few seasons there, an assistant coach. Year one for me, uh, I don't know if you, you you know this, but I was present year one. Right. And I kind of felt like. I was underwater for about the first three or four months and it's the business part of it, budgeting, marketing, you know, all that sort of stuff. So just to get a handle of, of uh, you know, the, the business side of things. Uh, but it, it started to become a little bit more natural after the first little while. We re- no, we didn't rebrand, we're still the Bulldogs, but we went from uh, the Montreal Canadiens colors because they were the affiliate team in Hamilton uh, to black and gold, which is more, uh, synonymous with Hamilton and the Steel City, Steel City and, and Hamilton Tiger Cats as well. So there was a, a little bit of a branding change for us in that regard. After year one, we made some wholesale changes, in the coaching staff, uh, and, and started to build this up. I guess, to be honest, I think I'm surprised at how quickly it went. I think we're proud of us being able to do it as a group and, and get it to this level that quickly. But I've enjoyed it. I mean, it's been uh, a lot more than I thought it would be, to be honest. Uh, but I've enjoyed every
0: minute of it. Well, I'll be honest too. And I grew up in a different time, Steve, when the Western Hockey League seemingly won two out of every three Memorial Cups. But your league only has twenty teams and has more players to draw from. Uh, the Western Hockey League's at twenty-two. I think right now the OHL is the best league, and I think part of it is that there's too many teams in the West. Uh, I don't. You know, you're familiar with Western Canada, though you didn't necessarily work in the Western Hockey League. But the OHL has done a pretty good job, and it's been in evidence at the Memorial Cup over the last several years.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard for me to, to say, Bob. I, you know, there's great junior hockey programs across our country, and good people who are leading the charge there. So uh, it's hard for me to speak on that. I do believe that we're a very high, highly skilled, uh, highly competitive league. Uh, you know, if you look at if you look at some of the numbers of players. That, entering the NHL draft and being drafted out of the OHL. It's still the prominent league, uh, you know, from a numbers perspective. So, and, you know, we're, we're happy to, like, we were, our, our organization was the Belleville Bulls prior to the Hamilton Bulldogs. And, you know, the first year we had zero players drafted the National Hockey League off that Belleville team that came in. After the uh, year one, we had one. And then we had five. And then now we'll probably have three more this year. So um, there's been a lot of work put into. Uh, the program, as you call it, the strength and conditioning side of things, uh, the coaching, the player development in Hamilton since I've been there, and uh, you know it, it, it's it's nice to see it kind of come to fruition. And these young kids are coming in here with a dream, and they want to maximize their potential as an athlete. And we've uh, we've so far done a good job of doing that.
0: Steve, I'd be remiss without asking you, uh, Nathan, your son. Uh, if I recall correctly, he was in the midget. It's a midget draft in uh, the OHL. Did he end up in Windsor?
2: Yeah, he was Windsor's first pick last year.
0: How did he find his first year junior?
2: He, he really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, he really enjoyed it. Transition, thankfully, was uh, uh, good as a as a young man moving out and into a billet home and school and all that sort of stuff. And Windsor has some, you know, some deep history there and in, in their junior organization. Great great, uh, you know, general manager Warren Reichel and Trevor Letowski is their head coach, so uh, pretty, pretty fortunate young man to be able to be in that organization, but uh, and as a 16-year-old defenseman you know, there's some, there's some nights where he spent some time in his own zone uh, sure. they're a young team overall, but I think you know, they they overachieved, they made the playoffs, they pushed the starting team to six games in the first round, but he's, he's, he's loving life in the OHL
0: Well, we should mention, they won it all last year they knocked off uh, uh, Erie in the Memorial Cup final uh, matchup between two guys that went to the next level. Obviously, Rocky Thompson coaching in the AHL and Chris Knobloch, the number one assistant now at the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, Warren Reichel's a big personality. Uh, there was a conversation, uh, Steve, that I had with him at the draft that went about an hour. and uh, No one else was getting any words in between the two of us, I can tell you that. Yeah. Five. <laughs> oh yeah, That would yeah. not surprise you. You know that. Hey, uh, uh, I, I got to ask you this: You, you came through in a different time, and you, had an aspect, uh, you know, as the the hard nosed uh, Macedonian player that you were. Uh, <laughs> junior hockey is a lot different now than it was 25, 30 years ago, isn't it?
2: Oh yeah, no, it's it's so it's totally changed, and you know what? For the mo- for the most part, for the better, it's. Uh... You know, I think uh, we've kept in mind development and, uh, you know, there's still tons of physical play, but the fighting's down due to the the rules of the number of fights that you can get into has dropped. Uh, So, certainly a more skilled game. Uh, You know, the pace is really good and competitive. So, uh, yeah, the days of the bench brawls and, uh, you you know, uh, those types of things are all all but over with, which, uh, you know,
0: it's moving in the right direction as far as I'm concerned. Steve, uh, you played a 1,000 games in the National Hockey League. It's quite impressive, but I'm sure some of your funnest and finest moments were with Edmonton. We had Ryan Smith on yesterday talking about the 2006 uh, uh, playoff run. I I I remember after you beat Detroit at home in Game 6, we were down waiting to get into the room, and you were hugging fans that were down by the old uh, Molson (laughs) Canadian Club. i how so excited. Is that one of your fondest memories was knocking off Detroit and going on that run that year?
2: Yeah, that run, that run was incredible. I mean, it's so bittersweet. We were that close with a really special group, uh, you know. And there's not many days still where I don't think back that think back of it fondly, but also with some heartache as well. Um, but you know, yeah, it's my time with the Oilers was was incredible. It was special to me. It taught me a lot. Uh, I love the community. I still do. It's uh, it's, it's really meant a lot to me. Eh? there is, you know, I take that on to now what I'm doing here, and you try and develop that culture where, you know, I've been on a few teams prior to coming to Edmonton. When I put the Oilers jersey on, I knew it meant something. And uh, I felt an obligation to uh, a lot of things, one of them the community, but work ethic, and you know, still, you know, being an Oiler was something different. And uh, it's, it's a very, very special time and some great memories, and also some Uh, some
0: of our best friends are still in Edmonton that we keep in contact with often. Hey, uh, when uh, your series is done, I'm going to call you on Barrett Heighton, all right, and get get a little bit of uh, uh, (laughs) off-the-record thoughts on that fine young uh, draft prospect. Steve, best of luck in the upcoming playoff series against the Sioux, and thank you for taking time to join us here in Orders Now. Thanks, Bob. Great catching up with you. Absolutely. That is uh, former letter, now the general manager of the Hamilton Bulldogs, who have been a surprise. They're ahead of where people expect. This is a team that's probably going to have a, a two- or three-year window here to have a very competitive hockey team. Uh, uh, this text coming in from uh, Cactus Jack. Uh, Steve is a smart guy. Uh, fantastic interview. Well, he's he's built a good team in a hurry, and he realized that he was taking a lot on when they made him president, and uh, got that opportunity to spend some years with the Maple Leafs, obviously as well, before uh, taking the job in the and Amer- the uh, OHL. There's some good players in that league every year. Those you know most competitive uh, competitive kids from the time that they're literally six or seven uh, years of age going on play against each other, and that league's got the right amount of teams, which is at twenty. And I I love the Western Hockey League. I'm a pro WHL guy. As many in the Junior A circuit have complained about over the years, but I, I do think twenty two teams right now. I mean, when the Western League was at you know grown up, there was fourteen teams for me in the WHL. You had you couldn't just be a really good midget double-A player. You had to be a star on one of those teams and a highly competitive kid to have a chance to make it. And, uh, you know, at 22, I'm not sure there's quite as many kids playing as now, and uh, they've moved up the deadline, so you don't have as many teams. This was a year where teams loaded up, though. Swift Current is a team that loaded up. Moose Jaw loaded up. Only one of those teams is going to make it. Swift Current's got a chance to uh, go through against Everett, who've got Carter Hurt. He's unbelievable, unbelievable goaltender. Stuart Skinner, the WHL goaltender of the month, Oilers draft choice. Uh, that's going to be a big one uh, in that series as well. So, I'd like to thank the Hamilton Bulldogs and Steve Stales for joining us on Oilers Now. We'll take a timeout. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30, Chad. Connor McDavid and Team Canada, they get it going coming up Friday against the U.S. The World Hockey Championships portions of orders Now brought to you by World Floor Coverings. Tell them Oilers Now sent you, received two times the air miles, reward miles on your flooring purchases at World Floor Coverings. They know a, a lot about hockey and a lot about flooring. To this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company. Great Oilers now road trip package. Germany and Sweden this fall. Book now with newwesttravel.com. Well, here we go. Uh, Ron Lowe, we had him in last week. He was talking about this series. The Oilers beat on May second, 1998. They beat Colorado 2-0 in Game 6 of their first-round Western Conference playoff series. Kujo made 31 saves. The Oilers forced a Game 7 which they'd win 4 nothing, and there was a line brawl at the end of that uh, 2-0 game at Deadmarsh. Uh, jumped Ryan Smith and worked him over pretty good. And uh, there was some chirping going on between those two teams, and the ABS, who were damn good back then, were like, well, oh, we're going to get you in Game 7, and Cujo put up a wall, and the orders took the game over in Game 7, as I recall. Um, one going away, 4-0. Listing orders history brought to you by New West Travel. Again, the orders now roadie to Sweden and Germany to see the orders play in Europe. Call now, newwesttravel.com. I think we have a couple spots left. Here we go. Uh, this text comes in. This is this is how smart our listeners are, okay? James, Texas show, Bob, just an FYI, uh, Valeno outproduced uh, Zadina from January 1st till the end of the season. The date coincides with Valeno's trade to an actual team. Probably shouldn't but too much stock in the last minute uh, of the U18s. Both he and Akil Thomas were completely gassed in that tournament from James. And that's a fair comment. There are a lot of players that have played a lot of hockey that didn't have much left. I thought Ty Smith looked quite fatigued as well. Uh, just a personal observation, I, I just watched in terms of his hockey sense. To me, he didn't crush it and knock it out of the park, but there's a lot of people that really like him. This text said, a lack of a fine community. Bob, the great teams of the 1980s included a uh, uh, induced a quantum leap forward in terms of on-ice performance. The league had to change several times to adopt the evolution of the NHL. Great managers like David Poyle have done likewise in terms of perennial performance. Uh, There is no secret in terms of what the Oilers need to do. It's just a matter if the Oilers can do it. Keep the pick. That is what this texter is saying. Out of Lackalabish, continue to build, keeping the pick, don't try to fast-track it. There you go. What do we got coming tonight on Inside Sports with the uh, multi-talented Reed
1: Wilkins? (laughs) Well, we're loaded tonight. Uh, We have uh, Hal Gill. Former NHLer, now a radio analyst for the uh, Nashville Predators. Talk about the uh, Nashville perspective of this uh, Jets Predators series, which has been insanely good. It's yes. been really awesome. It's been outstanding. Um, Jack Michaels will be uh, by as well. Uh, he made an interesting comment yesterday, uh, said. Uh, I, can't, I I have to paraphrase, but said the Raptors won't beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then the Raptors went out and blew a five-point
0: lead and yes. lost the Cavs in OT.
1: Yeah, so Jack's proving maybe right with his tweet. But uh, Reed Wilkins bet him, I believe, uh, a chicken bet. Okay. So, they're going to talk about that a little bit, and I'm sure they'll talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, we, uh, we're scheduled to have Sean White on the show yesterday, okay. but uh, this is what happens when you uh, have your phone alarm set to AM instead of PM. Okay. And, uh, so, we'll, we'll talk to uh, Sean tonight, and uh, also uh, TSN's Stan O'Toole. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about the CFL draft
0: tomorrow. All, right. All right. Coming up tomorrow, Louis DeBras from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. Again, reminder... Uh, Northlands Park Saturday for the Kentucky Derby. You can watch and wager at Northlands Park. Former winners goaltender Jeff Delorier to talk about hockey helps the homeless. Dave Campbell will provide some insight on the CFL draft. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.32 afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody. <laughs>
1: Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Solutions North America-wide.
2: Yeah, Digitex does that.
1: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 CHED. Oilers Now with
2: Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 CHED.